What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker podcast, where we talk about faith, spirituality, and the paranormal every single day. I'm really excited to be here with you guys and uh, talking about energy vortexes tonight, specifically those in the Book of Enoch. Uh, we're going to be looking at some really cool stuff tonight. So I'm excited to be here with you. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting a uh, little lesson tonight, if you will. So uh, it looks like we have music options now, which is super cool. I will put the gentle one on uh, and give you guys some music to chill to. Oh, yeah, it's got some cool music. So um, Anyway, so that's what uh, we're talking about tonight. Uh, these little energy vortexes in Book of Enoch. Um, I find it really interesting. And I wanted to, uh, you know, just share with you guys. So uh, I'm going to go live over here on Facebook and we're going to see if this works again. So I have been uh, trying to get Facebook to go live. Um, uh, we've been having a lot of luck with doing live streams over here on TikTok as well as Facebook. So um, I just wanted to make sure that as many people see this as possible, which is really important for me. So uh, what is up, Facebook? Welcome, everyone. I hope you guys are having a beautiful, beautiful night. So um, it looks like we are good and live on Facebook. Um, there we go. So I can see everybody now. That is a good thing. So uh, anyway, you guys uh, drop me questions, comments, prayer concerns as you have them. Um, but anyway, energy vortexes in Enoch. Super interesting stuff. We're going to be reading tonight from Enoch chapter 5 verses 8, 9, and 10. And we're going to be looking at some crazy stuff uh, that we've seen in the Bible. Some stuff that we haven't seen in the Bible. Um, and then specifically some stuff to deal with Enoch uh, exclusively. So, uh, what is up, 74 Creative? What is up, uh, Buckshot Daddy? Psychic Medium 89, thanks for being here. Uh, John Paula Costa, what is up? Rose Jenkins, uh, user 26, Sound Hook. God bless you guys for being here. Don't forget you can grab the podcast on all of the audio medium platforms. Uh, and you guys can uh, follow along over there. But like I said, I've been trying to bring Facebook in on this thing so that we can all study together. Uh, and Facebook, if you guys are watching and you want a little bit better feed, uh, TikTok's got a real clear feed over here. So, um, But anyway, so we're going to get into... What's up, Jacob? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful night, man. Uh, it's nice and kind of rainy, kind of cloudy outside. And it's a perfect night to talk about what we're going to talk about. Um... So I've been looking at energy vortexes, and I want to put, put a background on here for you guys uh, because you might be re-watching this on, on YouTube or something, um, and I just want to kind of feature Joshua Tree. Uh, so this is Joshua Tree in the background. Uh, sorry, Facebook, you guys can't see this because they haven't added that yet, but uh, Joshua Tree is an energy vortex uh, or is considered an energy vortex by a lot of different people. Now, when you go to Joshua Tree, apparently you can feel the energy. A lot of creatives go there. I have not personally been there. I would love to go there. Um, but it is some of the most clear skies you'll ever see. And this is in California. And there's a really unique thing there. This is called the Integratron. And it was built in 19... Let's see. Uh, 
1954 by George Van Tassel. Um, and it's claimed to be based on the design of Moses Tabernacle, the writings of Nikola Tesla, and a telepathic transmission or direction from an extraterrestrial to the guy that built this. And it's this giant dome-shaped thing for everyone on Facebook here. Um, it's really, really interesting um, to me what this thing does because when you start to get into it, uh, they do what's called a sound bath in there. And I do some sound baths here on the channel. In fact, we're going to have like an all-day sound bath on Monday uh, when the Lionsgate portal opens. There's some really cool uh, heavenly energy going on in the world right now. And so I'm going to be playing handpans all day and doing some prayers and just kind of manifesting with you guys. Uh, kingdom manifesting, not mystical manifesting, not secular manifesting, but kingdom manifesting, which is really important to me. Um, and anyway, this this Integratron is basically, it's built out of wood, uh, but it resonates and it actually focuses like the earth energy. And apparently people that go into this thing uh, experience all kinds of stuff. And they have a website here, you know, you can like rent it out, it looks like, and then they have sessions in there. Uh, but it's really, really pretty. Um, and I know that places like this are, you know, I consider them legit because I've experienced things like that. I've been to places that feel spiritual. And uh, I don't know about you guys over on Facebook, uh, but if you've ever been to a place that felt spiritual, um, let me know. I would love to, uh, I'd love to know in the comments here. Let me know here on Facebook as well if you've ever been somewhere that felt spiritual. Uh, because uh, I think there's places in... Jessica, what is up? How are you doing? Thanks for being here. Uh, Jay, thanks for being here. There are certain places on the planet that just have a whole different spiritual energy. Um, and it's a really, really unique thing um, that we can we can still interact with stuff like that. So, um, and guys on Facebook, I'm having this Facebook system is not, not working. I cannot see comments. I can't see anything. I tried doing it with a stream key. Um, and Facebook did not like that. It didn't show it to anyone. The only live stream I've done on Facebook that it showed it to everyone was straight through my iPhone. And I only have one iPhone, so I guess I'm gonna have to buy another iPhone or an iPad to do multi-streaming here, uh, which is super annoying. So I'm sorry, guys, uh, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and jump off on Facebook here. But if you do Facebook, if you want to watch this, jump on over to TikTok at Cup Cooker, um, and then you can check that out. I mean, there's only a couple of people that are even on it's that it looks like are even on Facebook, and there's no button to end the stream here, so. Okay, I'm, I'm zapping Facebook. Goodbye. That's just not going to work on a computer. I was really hoping I could stream on the computer and I didn't have to go buy an iPad, but it looks like I'm going to have to go buy an iPad. I don't want to, but it's, it is what it is. So, uh, Lisa Marie, thank you for being here. Anyway, yeah, I just want to make sure that I do uh, the right type of stream for you guys. Let me turn this camera a little so I can actually put my feet somewhere. We're getting the studio set up. So anyway, I'm inside because outside it was really loud. Uh, we've got some uh, slightly disrespectful neighbors around here that like to uh, just pump music uh, like all through the day. And I, I'm all about work from home. I appreciate that. But you talk about 
putting negative energy on people when you're blaring uh, music with curse words in it all day, and it just, uh, that's the type of uh, disrespectful thing that, um, you know, like I said, we're talking about energy vortexes here, and we can create our own, our hearts are electromagnetic uh, fields, our minds are, um, and then we can create our own. We can create spaces that are spiritual. You know, I've got uh, this nice little garden area next to me here. Um, I've got my computer set up here, got the background light on, um, and I'm just trying to create more of a spiritual space for me to do this every day um, and really connect with you guys and make sure that um, that I'm in a place of wellness, that I'm in a place where I can uh, stream and be active with you guys every day and so that's why uh, these spiritual spaces are really important and the earth is covered with a bunch of them I'm going to show you guys a map um, I know I'm rambling here guys uh, you talk about weird energy I'm, I'm off today we've got like a heavy heavy uh, overcast sky and I just feel heavy today like you can just feel the weight so uh, hey brother it's a little hard to hear the music is loud I don't know if that's just on my end uh, no, that would be good to know. I'm trying their new music feature, and they don't have like a volume. Oh, they do have a volume. How's that? Is that better? Is that better? Okay, better on the music. It's at 11 now. It was at 60%, so yeah, 11 should be better. Um, but anyway, so um, do you like the music? Should I just kill the music completely, or do you like the music? Because um, I can keep it going if it adds to the background, so... Because uh, I like to bring everybody into a good place. So, um, in fact, I'll put my earbud on just so I can kind of be in the same place with you guys. So, there we go. Okay. Um, so, anyway, I think it's really important um, to be in a good place spiritually. Uh, it's better, awesome, good deal. Music is a vibe. Sweet. Okay, good to know. Um, yeah, I like the music. They just added that on my tab here, so which is cool because now we can have the podcast. We'll have that background music. So anyway, I'm rambling. This is a live raw podcast, so I appreciate you guys supporting this. Um, and like I said, we're gonna. I'm gonna read something that's just mind blowing here from Enoch, because and then I'm gonna look at these energy vortexes uh, in Arizona, and I'm gonna bring that up right now over on the computer. Uh, if it'll load, we've got like super slow internet today. So, uh, energy vortex in Sedona. Yeah. Okay. So people experience these like really interesting things. Uh, first off, I want to share just from Sedona, Arizona.com or Sedona, visit Sedona.com. And I want to go to this really, really bad. Um, maybe one of these days I'll be able to, and I can just take the live stream with me, like wherever we go. And that'd be really, really cool. So the Sedona vortex is the proper grammatical form is a vortices, uh, which is rarely used are thought to be swirling centers of energy that are conductive for healing, meditation, and self-exploration. These are places, uh, where the earth seems especially alive with energy Many people feel inspired, recharged, or uplifted after visiting a vortex. And I find that really, really interesting uh, because of this thing that I just shared um, over at Joshua Tree. Uh, here's the sunrise at Joshua Tree. And Vogue did a whole spread on 
Joshua Tree and the other energy vortices uh, here in the United States. So uh, really, really interesting stuff. But anyway, the map here, this map is, is a Google map overlay and you can just search energy, energy vortex uh, Google map and it'll show you here. I'll move myself out of the way a little bit. It'll show you um, all of the ones in the U.S. and in uh, all around the world. So you can click on them and zoom in and find out about them and read about people's experiences there and decide if maybe you want to take a trip to one of them. So uh, really, really cool. Um, what I call spiritual technology, you know, uh, these places are a lot of them have heightened paranormal activity or supernatural activity. Um, but a lot of them are really just, they, there's three different kinds. There's a yin, a yang, and then a balanced one. And so, uh, I believe it's the yin one is, um, you feel like a really masculine energy of empowerment. And then, um, the other one, you feel like a feminine energy of peace. And then, uh, there's a balanced type where you feel an energy of, of balance of power and peace. Uh, so that's really interesting. And again, this is just from people reporting it. Uh, we don't like have any, you know, hard scientific proof on this. Now we can look at these areas and look at the geomagnetic uh, fields and stuff like that. We can look at the experiences people have there, um, you know, and then we can record paranormal activity in different uh, frequencies and transmissions in those areas. Uh, but ultimately, you know, this type of thing, all over the world, all over the world. And I would argue that Paladero Canyon out here next to me is one of them. Paladero Canyon is very similar to, um, you know, Joshua Tree in the, the desert type plant life. So you can't go wrong with positive energy. That's what's up, man. Uh, almost like Legends of Korra meets the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, Ray Kona says, uh, Cross, absolutely. Thank you. Repent and seek Jesus. The kingdom of heaven has come near. The kingdom is here right now in the room, uh, right here in us. So we don't have to, uh, I don't have to go look up in the sky uh, and wait for it. It's already here. It's already manifesting. So I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Um, and I know it's manifesting through this community. So, um, but that's what we're looking at too, um, is just all of this weird stuff on the planet. And how does it connect to biblical stuff? How does it connect to... Uh, other faith traditions, how does it connect to true spirituality? Uh, a lot of people think they have spirituality, yet they don't actually practice it. And that's what this channel is all about, is taking all of these different faith walks and trying to connect with the one true creator. I'm not here to uh, call him any sort of name as far as uh, a different religious aspect goes, but whenever I pray over people here, I'm, I want them to connect to the one true creator. And that's really my, my main goal with this channel is, is to entertain people, but also lead them into some enlightenment, some positivity, some spiritual energy, uh, that connects directly to the creator because the creator will point you to all truth, will point you to enlightenment, salvation, everything that you need. I believe it came in the fullness of Christ. I believe Christ is in me. Uh, but a lot of people and, and a lot of institutions have really tarnished that name, including for me. So I try to avoid, um, you know, putting labels on it like that. I try to just share my experience and other people's experience on here. So 
you know your purpose and you're doing a great job. Don't lose focus. Thank you, Ray. I really appreciate that. Um, I need to hear that because there are days like today where everything has gone wrong. Everything's been weird. Uh, my Facebook account has been weird. I'm supposed to be able to monetize it. Other people with my type of following on Facebook are making a really good living every month. And mine is, for some reason, not eligible to monetize. Even though everyone else, and when I signed up for their creator program, it said I would be. And I emailed them today, and they're like, Oh, nope, you don't have access to it yet. Maybe in the future, we'll keep you posted. And I'm like, great. So anyway, so I am, I am fighting the good fight. I am so thankful for you guys. Uh, and continuing to try and do this full time. So, and I know God has a plan for me. Uh, I really appreciate that. Keep fighting the good fight. You got it, dude. Thank you so much, uh, Shelby. I really appreciate that. Uh, so anyway, yeah, if you have been to Joshua Tree, good for you because I'm really jealous. Uh, I would love to go and live stream from some of these places and just uh, be able to share and talk with you guys. But until then, we're going to sit in my studio um, and I'm going to live stream from here. So, uh, But anyway, it is important to me to get this information out because we all need a space in our life. And here's kind of the main point of what I'm going to read tonight. Uh, I'm going to read from Enoch. So we've talked about spiritual vortexes and what, what they are. And I've rambled about my bad day. Um, but we all need a spiritual place, whether it's a closet, a bedroom, um, a back porch, like whatever it is. I live on the edge of town. And there's a lot of construction going on over here. New neighborhoods going up. There's a train track nearby. I sit on the front porch and sometimes it is like the most spiritual, quiet, relaxing thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, I've got some work from home neighbors and they'll open their garage and work on projects and blare music. Then I got the workers behind the house and they're blaring music and we've heard jackhammers and saws and everything. And I get it. Progress has to happen. And I moved into the city uh, to get ready for this coming reshift of reality that we're about to be experiencing, uh, try to save some money and do this full time. God's really been leading me through that. Um, but you know, and be closer to family so we can help out with my family. So, um, so anyway, um, we all need a spiritual space. And for some of us, that might be a bedroom, that might be an office, um, that might be a place we can go every day to go walk or hike or bike. Um, and for me, I have both. I have my studio space, which um, if you've ever been over here or seen the tour, you know is a pretty spiritual space. It's, it's very relaxing and quiet and neutral tones and natural colors. I've got plants around me and a rug on the wall and a peace sign on the wall. And like, I try to bring it into center. And I used to be very, you know, do the live streaming and the microphone and the LED lights in the background. And I've really gotten to a place where I just like natural light. Uh, I like to have a conversation rather than put on a show. Um, and I think that's what does better right now in this world. And I think it's going to do better for many, many years to come because it's going to get, I believe it's going to get rough out there. And I think people are going to need exactly what I'm doing. And I see how God is setting me up for major success in the future. And I'm just holding on to that promise moving forward into it. So, 
Uh, Mobius, love you too. Thank you so much. Um, yes, agreed with you. Uh, prayer. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, love you. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. God bless you guys. Uh, I'm just like pouring out my heart tonight. So I, this is not like a, let me teach you something that you're going to go away with and be like, Oh, tomorrow's changed. I, I think it's just the conversation we need to have because as things get rough, we need a place to retreat to. Um, and for a lot of us, that's our Bible. For a lot of us, that's like yoga. For a lot of us, that's, um, uh, music or song or uh, hiking or biking or like whatever that is, we need a sanctuary. We are God's temple, but we need a sanctuary too. And a sanctuary should charge us. And that's why I really, really like this, this thing. And I want to go check it out. The, um, what's it called? The Integratron over in, um, in California outside of Joshua Tree. Um, you know, the land there is sacred. All of our lands are sacred and we forget that. Like, you know, God created this and said it was good and he created all the energies on the earth. And, uh, I like to walk barefoot and literally charge myself. I didn't get to do that a lot this morning. Uh, as soon as I went outside, there was music bouncing off the walls of my house. And I know that sounds like I'm complaining and why don't you just go talk to your neighbor? But it's like, I'm having to find ways because I don't want to be confrontational right now because uh, people are in a weird place and I need to be uh, spiritually grounded and find my own path. And if that path is not outside on my front porch, then it needs to be in my studio. If it's not in my studio, then I need to get my butt out of the house every day and go out to my canyon or my lake or whatever and literally do all my work from there. Um, now is not the time for the way we used to work. Now is not the time for the way we used to do things. Now is not the time for, um, being still and stagnant in our life. And that's why I wanted to talk about these energy vortices, um, and being in connection. Nature is always moving and changing. The sky is always moving and changing. We see signs and wonders all the time and we need to be in balance with that. So, uh, yeah, always love to come and watch and learn, bro. Thank you, Soul of Stephen. I appreciate that. Uh, the angels are always standing right by God. Amen. Amen. That is absolutely true. I have my bedroom as a sacred space, and in the mornings I meditate. Oh, awesome, Jessica. That sounds fantastic. Um, I'm working on getting this space a little bit more. I got a lot of wires and cords everywhere. Again, coming, you know, doing all this live streaming and stuff like uh, originally I had everything connected together with cameras and microphones and stuff. And I've just found the most beautiful place of peace in having a little earbud and one phone, one screen to talk to, uh, because I can really focus on what I'm saying and just having a conversation with you guys. That's what's important. So, uh, sending you positive bright light from Tijuana at San Diego. Oh, awesome, dude. Thank you so much. I need that. I need that. I've got to get to New Mexico. I want to go to Taos so bad, and we're going to be going hopefully in September. Uh, we had to skip all of our summer trip plans. Uh, we had family stuff. My grandma fell ill. We had family in town. Uh, my wife's a school teacher, so she's about to go back to school. And uh, right now, I'm in a place of feeling like I really need to leave town. I really need to get some recharge. Uh, but I know I don't have time for that right now. And and right now I'm racing against the clock to build this, to build our online community because 
the coming shift in the world as the metaverse launches and all the new blockchain stuff and all that stuff. And if you don't know about that, I don't, we don't have to go into that on today's. I'll probably do a whole episode on that, the coming change. Um, but you know, it's stuff that's happening and it's going to be here next year before we know it. We're going to see all kinds of changes with our banking systems, our, the way we handle uh, money and exchange of value and how the online economy works. And it's, it's just, things are going to get crazy. And I'm, and I'm okay with that because like we're told to not have a spirit of fear. We're told we don't have a spirit of fear. And I've been discovering some spiritual things that are really, really difficult to digest. I feel like I have spiritual indigestion today. And, uh, Jacob 74 creative, uh, knows what I'm talking about. We had a, a talk about that yesterday. Uh, some new things are coming to light. I don't want to share until uh, I have a little more proof or at least data to back it up. Um, having to do with some of the biblical timelines that may have been not uh, not necessarily laid out correctly by the modern and the early church. Um, and just some things about God and the heavenly realms and how all that works. And, you know, we can say, well, don't worry about that, just worship God. But I think it's important to know who we're worshiping, why, and understand the historical context of where that God comes from, where that energy comes from. And so that's what I'm exploring now and working on my own studies of that. And then I want to bring that to this community. Uh, and I don't know what to teach on here. We're going through Enoch and it keeps rendering all kinds of really cool stuff. I want to teach my book soon. And part of me wants to teach my book because I want to make some book sales. Uh, but part of me says, no, we need to do Enoch because Enoch is now. Enoch is now for a lot of us. Uh, I'm hoping that my family and I can move to Payson, Arizona soon. I feel so drawn there. Absolutely, Jessica. And if you feel drawn to a place, you need to be there, I believe. Um, and that's not advice. That's just me. I feel like there's a place I'm drawn to. I'm drawn to New Mexico, specifically around the Taos area, uh, the, that mountain range, the San Cristo Mountains. Um, and then I'm also drawn to Fort Collins in Colorado. Um, and so I haven't decided which one right now is not feasible for us to move with my family and all the stuff going on. But I know that all of that is going to change in the, you know, in the future. And, uh, God will maybe call me out of Egypt here, maybe call me into a different part of the country or even the world. Um, and I definitely feel drawn to some of these places and I, I wish I could travel more, uh, what motivates you to keep believing in a superior power if you can't see him or her? Uh, Crystal Mountains. The San De Cristo Mountains is what they're called. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. I'll have to look it up. But San De Cristo is what I've always called them. Um, which in that would mean something of Christ um, mountains. I don't know. <laughs> um I'm, I'm a West Texas boy, so I don't uh, I don't always know. Let me look them up real quick. Sunday Cristo Mountains. Okay, let's see what they are. Yeah, San S A N D E Cristo C R I S T O Mountains. Uh, Sangre de Cristo Mountains. S A N G R E. Excuse me. S-A-N-G-R-E, Sangre de Cristo Mountains, uh, Spanish Peaks Country. 
And so this is where I used to camp all the time growing up. Um, I would always go up here to these mountains and camp and hike and we'd take our dogs. I just had some of the best times. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful area. Uh, I'm looking at a campsite right now. I need to go. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's important to have our spiritual spaces and it's important to get out to them. So as we get into this, and I'm about to read the scripture, I know I've, I've, I've waited long enough. So I love the book of Enoch. Uh, what is your book? I'm curious. Jessica, my book is God given gifts of brilliance. I wrote it in 2020 as a response to the pandemic. Um, and it's about finding your God gifts of your God given gifts of brilliance. Um, and literally like looking at my method to how I even got here, like, and, and it was a God given method. You just looking at what am I good at? Uh, what are the experiences I've had in my life and being able to look at my life holistically and see what I was prepared for. Um, and I, I wrote it in a way where it's kind of each chapter ends with an activation where the reader can activate it in their life. And so uh, the people that have read it have, have loved it and really, really um, come out with some unique, uh, unique revelations. So um, I wrote it with a lot of nature in it, a lot of hiking, a lot of talking about nature and places I was and camping uh, and a big uh, trip I took with my wife in 2020 up to the mountains. Uh, where we took a camper and I almost drove it off the mountain. So let me turn the music down. That is really loud. Uh, in fact, let me skip that song. That was just not a good song. Um, so let's see. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that's my, that's what my book is about. Um, and I just released the audio book. In fact, the audio book was not even available for two years. And then magically, well, by the grace of God, it was available uh, when I made the decision to take this full time and, and do this. And that's where I'm at now, living off my savings and doing this full time. So we will see what God does with it. And I'm just crazy enough to to try this. So here we are. Uh, but yeah, God Given Gifts of Brilliance. The audiobook is on Audible and it's in the link in my bio. And um, you can get it for free with a 30-day trial of Audible if you want to go check it out. So... Um, really, and it's narrated by me too, and I teach extra around the book. So if you get the ebook, it's what I wrote. If you get the audiobook, it's what I wrote and some extra of me talking and explaining a little more than what was explained there, as well as challenging the viewer uh, or the, the reader. So uh, it was a pretty cool experience doing the audiobook. I really enjoyed it. So words are powerful. You have our attention. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate that. Thank you, what chapter in the Bible uh, and how circumcision presented Abraham Abra? Um, uh, I don't know. I would have to look that one up, actually. Um, we haven't been on... Well, we're, on, we're in Old Testament in the form of the Book of Enoch, which is not canonized into the proper Bible. But um, thanks. I'll get the ebook since I love reading. Thank you, Jessica. I really appreciate that. That's on my website too. And I hope you enjoy it. So, um, I'm not a award-winning writer or anything, but I hope the point, uh, comes across. And I think my, uh, kind of quippish nature ended up in there too. So as I read it back, it, it's, uh, it's got some good stuff in there. So, 
Um, and I'll, I'll actually do a reading and like a release party for it on here soon, um, which I think would be a good idea. But, um, so book of Enoch, we are now in, this is why we're here tonight. As I've been rambling, we are in book one, uh, of the books of Enoch chapter five of book one. Uh, the book of the words of righteousness. So chapter five, book one, verse five, it says, your petition will not be granted unto you. And from henceforth, you shall not ascend into heaven until all eternity. And in the bonds of the earth, the decree has gone forth to bind you for all the days of the world. So uh, this is Enoch talking to the watchers who sinned against humanity, sinned against the heavens, uh, created their own race. And so Enoch is talking back and forth between God and the watchers. He was a scribe of God. So um, uh, there is only one book that is biblical, right? Or is it all three? Um, yeah, I don't know exactly which ones. I mean, they're all biblical in the sense that they talk about biblical things. But um, as far as uh, verifiable uh, a lot of them came from the Dead Sea Scrolls, um, but none of them are canonized except for a handful of them in the Ethiopian church. So um, that's why I've taken a lot of flack for even reading them, for being a heretic and whatnot. But I think they're really important. Because, and here's my little theory, and take this with a grain of salt, but I see that the early church leaders removed stuff like this. Now, these were found in 1945. So, we know the canon happened before 1945. So, um obviously these weren't available to put in it, but they had plenty of texts like this. Um and some of these may be the pre uh Dead Sea Scrolls texts. I'm not a historian on this, so uh forgive me for that, but um I believe that a lot of this weird stuff was left out so that we didn't really trace our roots back to what it was. We didn't really trace our roots back to a true faith and a true theology, that we were fed uh, a new system. So Christ came to fulfill the law, and yet the church after him created their, new, their own laws. And that's just what I see. Um, a lot of people disagree with me on that, and that's totally cool. And that's why I try to present everything on this channel according to the text I read, or according to verifiable websites, or according to my opinion. And I don't, I don't want to shift anyone into a place where they're confused. My entire point in doing this channel and all of the content that I do, from the audio version of this podcast to the live streams is to get people to think and to open your mind's eye and let God, uh, the true God, whatever you call him, to let that entity speak to you. I've come across some data recently. I'll just hint at you uh, about this, that El Elyon is the most high God, the original creator God, and that the sons of El Elyon uh, were entities like Yahweh. Now I know blasphemy, but there's another channel on here and he has some really good points and some stuff I've been looking up really makes a lot of sense to look at that 
pantheon of gods. And then you can see in that pantheon of gods from El Elyon down, there's something like 70 sons of El Elyon in the early theologies, which again, we just kind of whitewashed away uh, because it's easier because, oh, let's just have one God and let's have Jesus and let's have the Holy Spirit. And that's simple and people can understand that. But I can almost guarantee you guys, I really believe that people that are in high up places in our church organizations know this. And they understand that there's more going on here. And I think a lot of us have gotten concerned with someone's brand of theology rather than experiencing truth for ourselves. So that's why I'm reading Enoch. And that's why I believe if we're serving the one true God, he's going to reveal all things to us. And I don't need a pastor or a theologian or a historian to tell me something that I can look up for myself. I can draw conclusions and I can pray to be led into all truth, which I pray every single day. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, I heard the first one is biblical, but you never know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, melanin. Uh, absolutely. And amen. I agree. Thank you, melanin. I really appreciate that. Um, like I said, I'm not always met with so much open-mindedness on here. In fact, I started live streaming. This is how this day has been. I started live streaming this podcast, had trouble with the Facebook end of this, and then decided to cancel that one. And then I had a guy on here arguing with me saying that I've been sending him requests to go live with him. And I'm like, I don't follow the guy. The guy had 30 followers, no profile picture. And I'm like, dude, it's probably a glitch because I'm not sending you anything. But people are just so worked up. And that's why I talk about these energy centers. And guys, I promise you probably have some sort of energy center near you. And I'm not talking about you have to go, you know, these cathedrals and churches were only built. They were built to be like this thing that I'm talking about here. This, um, this guy, the, uh, Integratron, this UFO looking thing in the desert that this guy built. Um, he built it and modeled it after Moses tabernacle. Like, I mean, come on guys, these are everywhere. You probably have an energy center, a spiritual vortex near you somewhere if you have a canyon a lake a river an estuary uh any kind of natural um amphitheater type space uh those resonate sound and vibrations energy signatures um and i'm not talking about you're gonna go enter into a different dimension there i'm just talking about you can charge your cells in your body with some energetic peace with the natural electromagnetic charge of this planet. And I think God made us to be receivers and producers of that. And we don't, you know, we will go to church in a brand new building that's built with square walls when these old cathedrals were perfectly curved like this. I mean, you can look at all of that. And so it just doesn't make sense. Like why, why are we worried about what the theology is of a church when the churches aren't even built right. They're not even built like a temple. And then we don't even focus on us as the temple. We say, do whatever you want, you know, put that, that stuff all over your face and all over your skin. And then when we're done with church, go eat all of that pre-prepared food that's been frozen and full of chemicals. And there's none of that. None of that is taught in churches today. And it's all about come back to the well and I'm telling you guys, the well is in you. 
Christ's well is in you because the kingdom is in you. You wouldn't even exist if it weren't for the energy of the Most High Creator. And that is something to celebrate, guys. So, so the last few days I've seen some creators on TikTok that have said Jesus is Satan. Any thoughts? So I don't think Jesus is Satan, but the one of the guys I was talking about, he's proposing that Yahweh is actually Satan or the serpent from the garden. Now, all of this ties in, mind you, to the extraterrestrial lineup of beings, which I don't consider extraterrestrials. I consider them angels. They're angelic beings. We just don't understand. Um, and back in the time of the patriarchs of the faith, you had them experiencing these entities all the time. And some of these entities would tell them their name. Some of them would not. Some of them would um, tell them uh, to do atrocious things. And yet we are told that it was all God. It was all God. And it was all only one true God. Because that's easy to understand. That's easy to... Uh, let me put a, a pretty background on there. That's easy to stomach. Uh, so my thought is... Let me let my dog out. She's about to have a panic attack. So... Sorry, guys. Um, but anyway, we're just we're just chilling here. So, go on, Zelda. She's got to go get dinner. She can hear my wife feeding the other dogs. So, um, but anyway, yeah, we're told that uh, you know this is all one God in the Bible, and I do not want to introduce any doubt into anyone's mind unless you're ready to challenge your faith and maybe come back around to a stronger faith, which is where I'm at. And it's really uncomfortable, I will tell you that. But um, but again, I know I love the Most High Creator. I know He has answered prayers. And somebody asked a minute ago, like, how do you know if you can't see Him or her? And so my, my answer for that, I hope you're still on here. Uh, my answer for that is because He, She, It, the Divine Intelligence, whatever you want to call it, answers my prayers all the time. Sometimes in the same day. And I'm not talking about manifesting where I make up my mind that I want something and then it happens. I'm talking about you tell me, Lord, by a sign and it's done. And, and there's a sign or something comes through or something like it. And then sometimes that manifests in challenges like today. And I just have to put my nose to the grindstone and decide even more fervently that I'm going to keep it simple and I'm going to double down on what I'm doing. And sometimes I try to get overly carried away with like how many pieces of equipment I'll have or let's get an iPad and another iPhone. Let's stream to all these platforms rather than let's focus on this one and then we'll just repost on the other ones. Even though it's a little more work for me in the end, I think it creates better episodes like this. So um, anyway, so here's where it gets crazy before I call it a night on the live stream here. So. Um, Enoch is talking and he's been the angels have petitioned that God would forgive them sorry about the live stream my internet just keeps going in and out let's see if I can grab internet connection here I don't know if you guys can see me or not okay we're back on uh, does the Bible talk about your third eye should I stop trying to open it Ray, um, so third eye is something that can be terrifying to open. It can be scary. Uh, I've opened it with uh, substances that I really should not have taken um, that, that really messed me up for a while. I had good experiences with them and then really, really bad ones. 
So here's my advice on third eye. God gave it to us. It's a technology in our body to communicate with his realms, to receive information. We've been sold a bill of goods by the church, and I mean that is in the global construct, which is just as fallible as anything. Uh, not to not to throw shade on that. I just uh, I have an issue when there's so much control and there's so much indoctrination, and it's been happening for hundreds and hundreds of years that the people on the receiving end now they have good intentions, but they won't even look outside of. The current modern Bible we have in a certain translation, they won't even look because they're afraid of what they might find. And so the third eye, I believe, is something that Christ himself practiced. I believe he taught us exactly how to open it. And I believe that if we open it in God's ways, that it can be a real blessing in our life. Um, I have noticed that when mine is particularly active, you know, and I'm trying to go to sleep, I'll have a lot of visions and a lot of colors and shapes and stuff spinning around, and uh, it, it can be kind of terrifying. And so sometimes I'll have to pray like, all right, Lord, I just want to go to sleep. Uh, so do be careful with it, but I think all things in prayer, going to God, um, it's a, is an important thing. So a lot of people will tell you, no, just go, you know, rip it open and and go see everything there is. But as we're about to see with Enoch, you know, he went on some crazy trips and I'm not sure that we all want to go on those. So, um, for some of us, like I try to practice spirituality every day by talking about it, it helps open my third eye, uh, watching the right media helps open my third eye, reading and prayer and meditation and being in nature. All of those things in a holistic method together are really, really important and, uh, in my life. So I cannot tell you what to do uh, with your personal spiritual walk, but I can share what I've, what I've been through with it. And I hope that helps. Um, you know, again, to me, I believe Christ did. The, the podcast banner I have on my YouTube channel has Jesus with a third eye. Um, it's a piece of artwork, digital artwork that I made and, um, it's got a UFO above him and then Christ with the third eye and then angel statues and then uh, a hooded man going through a doorway and kind of represents my, uh, my spiritual journey here of like, let's go behind those doors that people tell us not to because I want to know what's behind them. So that's why I'm reading Enoch, and that's why we're about to get into a really weir weird study um, that I want to know more about, and I'm trying to study it on my own so I can teach it correctly, and I only want to teach it if it renders results. Um, is Yahweh and El Elyon different entities, and if so, is Yahweh not the same purity and goodness as El Elyon? And I've always struggled with the God of the Old Testament because I always thought there were multiple voices. And I'm like, why does one God require and delight in sacrifice? And one says, I just want your heart. And we literally see both of those things in the Old Testament. And it's like, okay, what's going on with that? So that's why I want to talk about this stuff. So, uh, because what's life without a creator? Ever thought of what life would be with no creator? Oh man, yeah, I have. Um, in fact, I can scare myself like into an existential crisis and I don't like to think about it. So who are the Elohim? The Elohim are what we're about to, or what we've been talking about in this study. Uh, so like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Um, 
and it talks about, you know, let us create man in our own image. And it talked about Elohim plural there. Uh, so Elohim are heavenly host, heavenly beings. That's just kind of a generic term for them. And that's why there's a couple of proper names for God in the Bible and in older texts too. Like I like to look at other texts because uh, El Elyon is, from what I've found and, and what I've heard, uh, the name of the Most High Creator. And then Yahweh is the name of the God of Israel. And then there's Baal. Um, and then there's other feminine gods as well. And then we see that they kind of had their own tribes and taught technologies and stuff. And if you watch Ancient Aliens, you can go back and see how you know extraterrestrials have been uh, helping or interfering with humanity for a long time. And Enoch is literally about that, about angels coming down to Mount Hermon and deciding that they were going to create their own tribes and that they were going to do genetic experiments or as it says in Enoch that they were going to take wives from the daughters of men and create their own race and that uh, caused a lot of uh, issues with humanity with what God had created uh, what the true God had created and so uh, somewhere along the way in our theologies might we have gotten some streams crossed with how many gods there are being one true creator God who is love, who is in and through all things, one divine intelligence. And from that divine intelligence came these other entities that were created essentially by him. Uh, and in some of the early, early, early church texts, like pre-texts, pre it talks about uh, El Elyon's uh, significant other, his wife. Uh, a, 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 fem, a feminine energy. Uh, I a lot of cultures call it the Sophia energy. So, um, and that it was them together that created these other gods, these heavenly hosts, and then they created the planets and seeded the planets. And guys, and then you look at the stuff that we see on again. Just watch Ancient Aliens. If you if you don't have it, it is in my bio because I watch it religiously and I study it and I cross reference it in scripture and lore and uh, mythologies and trying to understand and put the pieces together of what we are and where we come from. So, so are they the same as the Watchers? Yes, they are. So yeah, Elohim is like a, uh, a generic term for a Watcher, an angelic being, the Ophanim, you know, whatever, uh, all of these different angelic type beings. So it's, it's like a plural generic term for that. Now they then capitalized it, E-Elohim, uh, to be God, like the one God. But again, I'm, I'm curious because I think it's important who is the one true God? Um, because there's some evidence to suggest it's not necessarily the God of Israel, that that was a different God because at the tower of Babel, the one true God said, I will give you to your gods and let them take care of you. And so who's to say that, El Elyon, the Creator Most High, doesn't use angelic beings, angelic technologies, and planet seeding to create races of people. And we are one of those people. And so we've, we've made it so isolated to us, we now have bigger views of science and space and everything, uh, which is so cool. But like, anyway, as I get off on a tangent here, I don't want to ramble all night. Because that is something I want to talk about, but I need more data on it. And one of my mentors, Grant Cardone, said, 
uh, you know, you're only as good as the data you're operating on. And I think we see that within the church. I think we see that within religions. Um, and I love people of faith. I love everyone, guys. But I just, I've had bad experiences with religion and with church. And that's why I'm where I'm at. So who created the creator? There's a good one. There's a good one, man. Um, to find the true God first, you got to believe the Bible. Yeah, whose Bible, though? That's the question. If you believe one verse of the Bible, then believe it all. I do believe it all. That's also why I read Enoch. That's also why I read the Quran. That's also why I read the Vedic text. That's also why I read the Gnostic text. Um, because Christ said all scripture is good for learning um, and for growth. And so... Like, wh why did we stop at this canonized English Standard Version Bible? Like, that's my question. And again, I'm, I'm just asking that question daily on here, and, and that's why we study what we do. Who are the IGGI? I've heard that they were created by the Anunnaki to mine gold. I don't know who the IGGI are. I will try to watch that on uh, Ancient Aliens. So, um, But the Anunnaki, I'm just now learning about. They're talking about it on there. Scooby-Doo talked about it the other day. Um, so, but yeah, I'm learning more about that. And like I said, if you guys, uh, want to check out ancient aliens and you don't have it on Hulu or whatever you have, I do have it on Amazon. You can get the, that channel and, and all of that through the Amazon account. So, and that's all on my website too. I put that, I put the guy in network, Um, and then I put some other Amazon documentaries under my media section there that, um, I think are really important for us that are like digging for truth here. So religion is man-made. Amen. Amen. 50,000 religions yet no proof other than man-made writings. And that's where I say the only proof is that we're still visited on this planet by what we would consider extraterrestrials or at least paranormal phenomenon. Uh, we, we have it documented on camera. We have it documented with scientific instruments. We have uh, also put Secret of Skinwalker Ranch on my website if you want to get that. I highly recommend that just to watch them go through the scientific experiments and see some of this paranormal stuff. So, did God have a wife? Yeah, that's that Sophia. Um, Sophia energy uh, would be like the feminine side of God. Um, and again, I want to uh, put Chariots of the Gods on too. It's the whole Ancient Aliens and original book. Yes, I did actually put that. Uh, Pip, the British woman. Hey, what's up? How's it going, Pip? Um, I put that on there um, as well because Chariots of the Gods is, is fantastic. I actually put the, the book documentary on there. So it's the book, but in documentary form with a lot of footage and stuff. So it's really cool. But um, And then, yeah... Uh, pause i agree with you yeah absolutely jessica i agree too so um yeah it's like really hard and that's why i am not a religion guy that's why uh on my profile i have faith spirituality and paranormal those are the three things i believe in because i can experience them in tangible ways uh, i experience the results of faith and prayer i experience the benefits and the wellness of spirituality and i experience uh, the questions that are associated with paranormal activity and the challenges to my faith and spirituality and this kind of cyclical view. Um, so, uh, and, and that's, that's too kind of how I describe, uh, you know, the, the Trinity. 
is you have the Godhead of the Trinity, uh, which is faith. You can't see him, but you can experience the results of him. Uh, and then you have Christ, um, who I don't know personally. I never shook his hand while he was on the earth, but I believe he, he rises in me. I experienced the wellness benefits of that and that Christ consciousness, that inner salvation that I have. Um, and then the Holy Spirit is this weird paranormal thing that I've experienced many times in my life uh, where I can literally you know, feel that wind moving me uh, when I'm praying or when I'm playing my hand pans or uh, just seeing that power work in my life. So that's kind of how I put it and that's why I put those three things in my bio. Um, I'm RH and scientists, uh, RH negative and science and historians are still baffled as to where I came from, but it's obvious. Yeah, I think that's definitely possibly a good uh, indication. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's what I am. I need to look it up. So uh, Christ may be an alien. And I, Pip, I, why not? Why, why does that take, why? Because it's an extraterrestrial, does it take divinity away? Why, because they use technology, does it take divinity away? Uh, human beings have really, really big heads. We think we are the S-H-I-T, or S-H-Y-T. Um, and so why, why can't the heavenly realms be this weird, interesting, unique, technological, spiritual, metaphysical, paranormal, multi-realm, multiverse expression of the fullness of creation. So that's what I don't understand. Why do people have to stop and say, no, it's this one thing? So I've had so many experiences that would blow your mind. Uh, oh no, can I read your comment? Okay, it was fading in and out. I have uh, two, also a 15-year-old son. Uh, makes more sense if he ascended. Absolutely, yeah, the ascension and then he came back and no one, and here's two, this, this explains it more. I never understood the spiritual aspect of him just coming back. And I'm like, how is he? Oh, he rose from the dead. In Revelation, it talks about glorified bodies. That the saints, us, the true believers, will get glorified bodies in the new kingdom. In the new Jerusalem. Which is a cube floating down from the heavens... And taking its plant on earth. And that's where the throne of God will reign with them. Their God will reign with them. Is it El Elyon? Or is it one of the gods assigned to this planet? I don't know. I just know I'm going to pray to the creator. And I'm going to believe that Christ is the fullness of that creator. And that Christ is in me. And I'm going to believe that the that technology of the Holy Spirit. That data wind. That river of energy that moves through me is accessible to me uh so knew who he was yes absolutely near-death experiences sorry has a limit on how many words i know it's so annoying i wish they'd change that um but yeah the ascension and then he comes back and they didn't know who he was and i think that was a glorified body like of course you're not going to recognize him like you know he's he's in in that new body that can travel back and forth in realms. And I mean, we literally are seeing that, I believe, with all of this uh, extraterrestrial technology, and we're going to be seeing more of it, I believe, coming out later. A lot of people are going to possibly look to the fallen angels, because I believe they're going to manifest as well. 
Um, and I think those of us that are looking to the right throne, that are looking to the truth, are going to see. Uh, and here's another weird thing. Think about this. If El Elyon is the name of the true creator God, to me that sounds like the alien. El Elyon, the alien. El Elyon. I don't know why. I thought of that today. I was pouring a glass of orange juice and thought of that. So, Have you seen the videos on rivers drying up? Uh, did you hear them? You can hear the chains. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like You can hear the groans and the chains. And, the, and then there's the pits that are opening up. And I mean, I think it's all happening, guys. And we have to... Our spiritual eyes have to be open in a way that church and religion will never open. Them. And we just have to be ready. And I'm not here to doomsday anyone or Bible beat anyone. Uh, I'm just here to like, like, let's have real conversations around this because I'm not a pastor. Uh, I'm just a guy who's experienced a lot of weird things and God has always come through for me. The creator has always come through for me and answered every prayer I've prayed in advance. And I want more people to have that experience because I think he wants to create through us. So. Amen to all of that. I know the fallen will be here soon. Also ascended masters too. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm waking up as something. I don't even feel like the same person I was. I don't know what is going on with me. I mean, 2020 hit and my life changed completely. I lost my business. I lost my home. I lost my church. I lost all my contracts. Um, and then here I am. And not only is my business gone? I'm doing this full time now and living off my savings, hoping to God, trusting God, not just hoping, but ho like really, really trusting that God is there and that he's going to take care of me. And, uh, we've made more sales on the Amazon that I thought we should have in this amount of time. So I'm really impressed with that. Um, but it's not enough to live yet. And I know he's got some crazy, crazy blessings on the way for me. So, uh, thank you for the support. Share my channel. Just, just pump it up, whatever you can do. If you can, uh, or want to buy any of the materials, I have some really cool sections on my website. Like I said, ancient aliens. I have the, the communion book about the guy that was abducted up in the Northeast, um, and wrote a whole book too on the new, like, new vision of Jesus after that. And so we're going to be reading that too. But anyway, we're on Enoch now. Let me read this um, before I grab any more comments. So, cause this is talking about spiritual vortexes. We got Joshua tree here. We know there's just hundreds or even thousands of these all over the world. So Enoch says, and the vision was shown to me thus, behold, in the vision clouds invited me and a mist summoned me. Now this, this thing has happened at places like Joshua Tree and in Sedona. And people will be there in the middle of the night and see a mist. And then they'll have a vision or they'll have telepathic transmission or their time loss. Weird stuff like this. Um, a mist summoned me. And the course of the stars and the lightnings sped. The stars sped up and lightning sped up time changed. Okay. So are you with me here? This is where it gets trippy. So, uh, lightning sped and hastened me and the winds in the vision caused me to fly and lifted me upward and bore me into heaven. And I went in till I drew nigh to a wall, which was built of crystals and surrounded by tongues of fire. And it began to affright me. So somebody earlier asked about third eye opening it can affright you. Um, so just be aware of that. But 
and we get more into the floor made of crystals. I mean, it, this is crazy. Um, so, and I went into the tongues of fire and drew nigh to a large house, which was built of crystals and the walls of the house were like a tessellated floor made of crystals and its groundwork was of crystal. Its ceiling was like the path of the stars and the lightnings and between them were fiery cherubim. We know cherubim are not little cute little baby angels. They're terrifying, spiritual, angelic, extraterrestrial beings. And their heaven was water. And flaming fire surrounded the walls and its portals blazed with fire. Tell me that's not crazy, guys. People still have experiences like this. That's all I'm here trying to say. That's all I want. I hope you guys get that out of this episode. Please, please, please read the Book of Enoch. If you don't buy it out of my shop, cubcooker.me, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.me. If you don't buy it out of my shop, please buy it at your local bookstore. Please read it. I think there's so much spiritual enlightenment in it. Uh, He walked with God. Absolutely, yes. Enoch walked with God. He was the scribe of God. Uh, Some believe he was of of different genetic origin than the rest of humanity. So we don't know. I mean, again, we don't know. There's a lot we can say, well, I don't know. But there's a lot we have access to. And Book of Enoch is one of them. And we can pray through it. We can go out into these spiritual vortexes ourselves. We can ask for revelation, guys. It's time to ask for revelation. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be a Muslim. You don't have to be a Jew. You don't have to be, um, you know, uh, what are the the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. You don't have to be any of that. You don't have to be religious. But for a lot of us, there's a spiritual part of us that's waking up that says, "I'm ready for truth. I want to know. I'm curious, and I'm hungry. And let's find it." And I don't think that those answers are in the modern church. I think they're within us because we're the temple. Christ said that if he was the master and the savior that he said he was, said no one goes to the father except through me. And by the way, the Greek of that through means because of. And the church has turned that into through, like you've got to shake his hand and have this warm, fuzzy relationship and wear him around your shoulders and have pictures of him in your house. No, it's because of. We should be grateful for what he did. We should be grateful that we have the words to learn from him. We should be grateful that he he literally, I believe, repaired the genetic defects that were given to us from what the Watchers did, messing with humanity. We now have the light of God in our very fabric of our makeup, and we can go straight to God again. That's what I believe. If Christ's sacrifice was sufficient, why do more churches not believe that? We can go straight to God. Why don't we celebrate the original uh, calendar God has shown us? Amen. Edge to win health. I totally agree. I uh, Creatorcalendar.com is super cool. Uh, I don't understand all of it. But a lot of it is about you know the celestial calendars. And I really, really, really like that. I try to observe the sun, the moon, the stars. I did that more last year. This year I've been on a very inward journey. Um, but I did, I think I quit doing it when I saw the convergence earlier this year and I did a video on it on my TikTok, that convergence of multiple planets in an alignment with our moon, all of them in a Zodiac sign. 
and you know the zodiac signs if we're trying to divine stuff from them i think we can just fall into disarray but i think they're there to show us certain things uh i think you know if they replace our prayer to god that's a problem but for me i look at them and i go something's going on all right lord what is it i'm ready and i'm going to do an all-day live stream on monday the 8th which is the lion's gate portal uh, where there's going to be another planetary alignment. Some really weird stuff going on, guys. Like one after another, after another, after another. It's time. It's time that we wake up. And I think God's waking up his kids, his people, in a way that is going to just baffle everyone. Baffle everyone. Like, wait, he got woke up? She got woke up? Like, what is up? People aren't even going to believe us. People are going to be going to churches. People are going to be feeding themselves lies. People are going to be looking to mediums and sages rather than looking within and looking at what Christ is in them and who the true creator God is. Living in that energy and loving and serving your neighbor in that energy. That's just what I think. So, You ever know the Lord's Prayer came from Adam and Eve? I would believe that. And no, I did not know that, but I would believe that. Uh, we confess our sins to Jesus and then you can go to the throne of God and ask, uh, what you need or talk. So Jamie, uh, I love that. I love that idea. But where did Christ say that? And here, this is why a lot of my questions have come. I am not a big fan of Pauline theology, Paul's theology, or what we attribute to him. Because again, I saw a brand new law being born rather than what Christ preached. And where did Christ say to confess our sins to him? Where did he say that? He said, confess them to God. Like we have a direct relationship with the creator of the universe of time, of the multiverse, of whatever the heck this thing is we live in. And so why do we not go to him? It doesn't mean that we don't have a relationship with Christ because we're becoming a Christ on the earth. We're becoming him. He said, I came to create brothers, not followers. And that's important, I think, guys. I, for me, that's important because it changes the way I do life. When I was trying to follow Christ as a person, as a personal friend and savior, I was more messed up than I've ever been in my life. And now that I've admitted that he's within me and he's risen within me, and my consciousness goes directly to the Father, to the throne of grace. It's fixed a lot of my issues. A lot of my issues. Now, I, I still have a lot of issues. I'm still crazy. I still look under rocks and go through the doors that most people say don't go through them. But I think it's really interesting. There's a difference because it changes who we are. It changes how we think of ourselves. So... Thank you, Jesus, for showing me the truth. Amen, uh, Aaron. Appreciate you for being here. So, uh, He also lived here in the flesh. You guys are having great conversations. God bless you for that. I'm sorry I've missed a bunch of them here. So, uh, you got to get rid of your sin, which we sin every day, every hour. I don't have to get rid of anything because it's already done. That, that sacrifice was done. It's done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. And when I ascend and I start to become a Christ on the earth, I don't even have the appetite for sin like I did. Now, it doesn't mean I'm perfect, but it means that I'm justified, that I'm forgiven, 
that I'm perfect and I can go directly to God because of him, because he lives in me. And that living in me is not this thing where you go down to the altar and you accept him and you pray an emotional prayer. It's you finally say, hey, I'm done with me. I'm done with all of that BS. I'm done with me. I'm done with the old me. I'm done with all the, all the junk. I'm done with all the worrying. I'm done with the business. I'm done with the whatever. And you literally lay it all on the ground before him. And you step into becoming him. And it's, it's, it's a, a whole different thing than I've ever been told. For me. So, Christ is in you already. Why ascend? That's a good point. Very good point. Uh, and, and I would say because I do live in the flesh. I live in clay. This is all clay. So as I live in clay, uh, I have to continue to practice my spiritual practices to ascend, to keep my consciousness connected. Uh, but I can do that because of what Christ did. And so I think that's the thing that people miss, is I can do that because of what Christ did. So... Uh, have you seen Bible T? This girl breaks down the word beginning in Hebrew. It's amazing. Yes, I saw that. That was really, really cool. Um, uh, let's see. I'm so glad Jesus is with me. Amen, Aaron. I'm glad he is too. Um, and I'm glad we're all here together. Like I, I really appreciate you guys. And I hope that... Going through Enoch tonight has just sparked some interest in you to, and, and sparked you to look under those rocks, to open those doors, to knock, to ask. We have not because we ask not. You think God won't give us spiritual understanding if we ask for it? Of course he will. And sometimes, guys, it's going to rock our world. It's rocked mine. I never thought I'd be looking under rocks that I am. And I've asked him every day of my life to lead me into truth. Lead me into understanding. Show me who he is. Show me who I am. And this is all part of it. And that's why I'm here to share. So Jesus was always there. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. So anyway, I love you guys. I'm going to run. Uh, I hope you had a beautiful, beautiful night here. I really appreciate it. Don't miss Monday. I'm going to be live streaming all day Monday. Playing hand pans, praying, reading scripture. I want us to all activate. We've got to activate. Because if we don't activate, we just sit on our butts or we go to the job or we do life and we're not activating on God's promises in our life. So, uh, See you and hope to see you again. Aaron, be sure and follow me. I really appreciate it if you do. And I hope you do see me again here. Thank you for being here. God bless. Uh, all things Lisa. What's up, Lisa? We are just jumping off, but don't worry. This is going to be posted over on uh, my YouTube channel, my Facebook page, and the audio podcast. So uh, any podcast platform you listen to, this will be up there uh, later tonight or by tomorrow. So anyway, uh, y'all have a great night. Check out my website, www.cubkuker.me. You can get all of the materials I reference from the books to the media episodes um, all over there on my website through my Amazon account. Um, I have everything clearly labeled so you guys can jump around into whatever you're interested in. Uh, anything you get over there, I get a fraction of that and it helps support this channel, helps support me continuing to do this full time. So, I uh, also have a Patreon over there. It is literally only $3 a month. Every person on there helps me so much. Uh, and I'm posting private content over there every day as well, just for that community. So 
You guys go check that out. Uh, I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful evening. God bless you. Look for truth. Seek for truth. Ask for truth. And be willing to let some of our old ways, our old belief systems, our old thoughts and ideas fade away as he builds a new reality in us. I love you guys. Have a beautiful night. Peace.